Hello, and welcome to Heaven's Point of View with BJ. We pray that you are blessed by today's program. And now, here's BJ. My topic is this too shall pass. I think we are all getting a bit weary of the um, quarantine and um, being at home and not being able to go do the things that we normally like to do. But um, I believe that for everything there is a season and I believe that God has a purpose in it all. And so I encourage you to find out what your purpose is during this season. Why God has you at home? Is it to um, renew your relationship with him, to um, help your family renew their relationships with God, to reestablish the family unit in your home? Um, there's so many different things that, you know, God has to pull us apart away from things to get our attention and to speak to us. So don't let this moment, this time pass you by without um, finding out what it is that God wants to say to you in this season. Uh, let's see, Vicki, good to see you on today. And Kathy, um, yeah, it shall pass. Good to see you too. Hope you're doing well. Um, Dana, good to see you on. I am so excited about your brother. Um, God bringing him out of the COVID. I mean, this man was at death's door. God has done a miracle in his life. And it is awesome seeing the testimonies every day. I check in and see how he's doing because we've been praying for him and seeing that God's um, raising him back up. And that's the kind of God that we serve. This too shall pass. Amen. Uh, Brith, good to see you on with us today. And Lynette, good to see you, girl. Thanks for joining me. All right, I'm going to go ahead and get into um, what I wanted to share today. And um, I have a book that I wrote on my testimony. It's called Hold On, Believe. And I don't have any physical copies at this time, but you can get the download of it online. So just search Hold On, Believe book um, download, and you can find that online. But in that book... Um, I told a story about when my kids were little and we were, um, we had in our house, we had this big, uh, glass window in the front of the house. And, and I remember we, you know, we would sit in that window and, and look out at the street, you know, whatever is going on. And they wanted to go outside and play. So I was like, okay, let's go out. Well, we went outside and while we were out there, they found this baby bird. It was a morning dove. And so they went to, of course, rescue the morning dove. So we picked it up and I told them, I said, now, I don't think this baby's going to live because normally when they fall out the nest, they don't live very long, but we can make them comfortable, you know, because we had a lot of cats in the neighborhood and I didn't want the cats to get it. And I said, we'll just put a little box together and you know go get some grass you know so the kids were all excited they got grass and everything and put the little baby bird in the box and you know all evening long they're looking at this bird and all excited about it and so they you know we prayed over the little bird they went to bed and the next morning I got up early so that I could get rid of <laughs> what I thought was going to be a dead baby bird 
And lo and behold, this little bird's hopping around the box. So when the kids got up, they were all excited. I said, well, you know what? This bird looks like it's fine. It doesn't look like it's hurt or anything. So we're gonna take it back outside and let's see if we can teach it how to fly so that it can get back up in a tree away from the cats. So, you know, I take my three children out there and we're out there and we're tossing this little baby bird up in the air, up in the air, up in the air. It flapped its little wings and it fluttered to the ground, you know, over and over again. Well, while we were doing this, I saw another morning dove just squawking and carrying on and she'd fly from the fence to the to the line to the ground to the fence to the tree it just acting irregular and I said kids that might be the baby bird's mama let's go inside I'm thinking she's gonna try to attack us <laughs> I didn't get my babies inside I said let's get inside and see what happens so we go inside and we sit in front of this window and we're all sitting there watching and that mama bird goes down to the baby. Now I had always heard that a mama bird won't come near their baby after a human has touched it. So I'm sitting there in amazement as this mama bird comes down and she is with this baby and then I see another one. And I'm like, I wonder what this is going on. Well, the kids had long since lost interest. <laughs> they were gone, they were playing and I'm stuck in this window watching this baby bird. And I watched the mama and the daddy get this baby bird to fly, literally fly up to the fence top. And then from the fence, it started to hop into the branches. And I ran, I got my video camera and I ran outside and I videoed this baby bird getting in the nest and on the video with tears streaming down my face, I watched both the mama and the daddy bird, which I found out later they mate for life. They stretched their wings out over this, this baby. They welcomed that baby back into the nest and they stretched their wings out over top. It was the most beautiful thing I ever saw in my life. And as they stretched out, that baby was covered under the wings. God spoke to me and he said, this is you. This is what I do to you when you're in trouble. I take you and I cover you and I welcome you back home when you come back into my presence. And he took me to Psalms 91 and I'm gonna read the whole Psalms. I love this Psalm. This was one that I had to learn when I was a kid. My mom used to make us memorize scripture. And this is one that, um, that has always stuck with me. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and the noisome pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings shall you trust. His trust shall be your shield and buckler. You should not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walks in the darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made, because you have made, because you have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, your habitation, there shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. Amen. I, I got to read it one more time. God, uh, 
only with your eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked because you have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, your habitation. There shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. They shall bear you up in their hands, lest you dash your foot against the stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the adder. The young lion and the dragon shall you trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall come upon me and I will answer him. I will behold, be with him in trouble and I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. That is such a promise that we can put our hope in, but we have to understand there is a condition. And that condition is that we must dwell in that secret place. We have to be in him for him to be able to cover us and to shelter us. You know, I, I looked up, you know, what, what do birds do when storms come? You know, you wonder, they're so tiny. And when a big storm like we had the other night comes through, you don't go outside and see birds laying all over the ground. Like you would think you would because they're so small and they're so light. The storms pick up trees and then pick up houses and all these things. But you don't see birds all over the ground. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever thought of that, but it's like, I've often wonder why. And birds know that when the storm is coming, they have to get into a secret place, into a shelter, into a place that's going to protect them. So they go into a lower place. They don't stay up in the trees. They go to a, a, a hedge or, or some place close to the ground and they spread their wings over their young and they hunker down, which I can't stand that term, but it's, I can't think of another word. <laughs> they get down and they are sheltered from that storm. So God, when we are run to him, when the storms are coming, God covers us and he shelters us and he keeps us from being tossed about and torn apart from every wind that blows. And in this time, in this season that we're going through with the coronavirus and everything, we need to, to bring our children in, remind them, Jesus is your shelter. This is the place that you have to go to be sheltered from this storm. And God will spread his wings out over you. And though the enemy may be raging and people are falling left and right and things are happening left and right, you're safe in the shelter of Jesus Christ. And he will keep you in that, in that shelter. And, you know, this morning I was just so encouraged as I thought about how you know, you know, nowadays people, if, if you cough a little bit, you know, I have asthma. So if I cough, I get people looking at me like, Corona, Corona. <laughs> and we're like, you know, they're terrified of every little cough. You can't choke on something because they're terrified you're about to give them some disease. But we as Christians, we don't have to be fearful of every little cough, of every little sniffle we can trust in the fact that God's got us, even if we were to get sick as the, the three Hebrew children, even if 
Even if my God doesn't show up in this fire, I will still serve him. Even if we were to get sick, we have a God that's able to heal us. And if he chooses to let us go to heaven, wow, we get to go to heaven. <laughs> you know, Paul said, for me to die is gain. I mean, I get to go to heaven. I get to be with my Savior. So there's a reward in that. But if God chooses to have us stay, God's capable, more than capable, to heal the body that he created. So we don't have to fear because we have healing or we have heaven. <laughs> Which one? You know, there's there's a lot that would wish to just go on to heaven, you know, that, that don't want to deal with all this anymore. But God gives us that choice of healing or heaven. So we don't have to live in fear of every little cough, every little sniffle. We serve a mighty God and he is more than willing willing <laughs> to shelter us and you know that little bird if i were to use my imagination you know got away from the nest and you know that all that night that mama bird and that daddy bird was concerned about their baby where is their baby that's god he's concerned about us where are we why are we not in that that place that that place of prayer that place of worship where the safety is, where his safety net is, you know, but even if we're not there, God's waiting. He's waiting. He's willing to help us get from the ground to the fence, to the tree limb, back into the nest. Amen. Just like that mama bird took their time getting that baby back where it belonged. And then said, you know what? You might have the smell and the stink of humans all over you, but we love you and I'm gonna spread my wings out and I'm gonna shelter you and I'm gonna take care of you. And God will do that for you today and for your family members. Um, I am praying for all of you out there in Facebook land <laughs> and YouTube land that have been you know, going through all these different things because I know it's scary and I don't want you to walk in fear, but I want you to walk in faith. So I'm praying for you that God continues to take care of you, that he will strengthen you, that he would give you um, a sense of purpose with your family to encourage them to get back in the nest, get back in with God so that they are sheltered from the plague that is out there. You know, the word says that God will not allow any plague to come near your dwelling. So... Take this time and know that this is going to pass. <laughs> this storm is, is going to move on its way. And there's going to be another one down the road sometime that's going to be worse than this one. But you know what? We have a testimony to know that if God get us through this test, he's going to get us through the next test. There's a song that um, I, I sing. Matter of fact, there's a video on Facebook already of it. But I wanted to sing just a little bit of it um, for you this morning. And it's called, "You too, This Too Shall Pass. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's, um, it's one of those songs that just, when you know that it's not going to last always. Now, your issue may not be corona right now. It may be, you know, another illness or lost loved ones or a marriage that is disintegrating or a job that you're not going to be able to go back to because they've totally done away with your position. Whatever it is, it's going to pass. God's got 
something else in store. He's going to take care of it, whether it's healing or whether it's a new job or um, seeing those loved ones come in during this season. God's got something going on and we've got to put our trust in him. Amen. See if I get this out with morning, <laughs> morning voice. <laughs> in the middle of the turbulence surrounding you, these trying times that seem so hard to endure. In the middle of what seems to be your darkest hour, hold fast your heart and be assured this too shall pass like every night that's come before it he'll never give you more than you can bear this too shall pass so in this thought you be comforted for it's in god's hands this too shall pass the father knows each tear you cry before they fall and he feels your pain his heart and yours are one and the father knows that sorrow's heavy chains are strong but in his hands you shall pass so in this thought you'll be comforted for it's in God's hands this too is gonna pass this too shall pass amen God's got it God's gonna take care of it Put your hand in the hand of the man that steals the waters. He's going to calm your spirit, calm your soul, calm your situation this morning. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I ask that you would be with us and as this season continues and even beyond that, Lord God. Let this time change us. Let us not remain in the same um, ways that we were before this came along. Father God, let this situation strengthen our walk with you. Let it cause us to come to know you more, Father. Help us to um, become a stronger witness to our family and to our neighbors and to the world, Lord God. Let your light shine even brighter through us during this time. Let our words be seasoned with grace and with hope and with mercy, Father God. Let our lives be filled with faith, Father, and not fear. Help us to walk in your word, 
Lord, I ask that you would strengthen your people today, that you would encourage them, that when they leave this broadcast, Father God, that the hope that you have birthed within their spirit, God, begins to grow and to blossom and to flow out to others, Lord God. I thank you that this season is going to pass and others will come. And I ask that you help us to continuously to grow and not to fall backwards, but to grow, Lord God, in you. And Lord, we thank you for it in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to come back every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. For more information about BJ Ministries, you can go to www.bjministries.com. We look forward to being with you again next week.